Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Power Yourself. Today we're going to do a deep dive on the internal process of self-care. So I think it's really easy when we say self-care to look at that external steps, those external things that we can do. So like taking the bath or, you know, going for a walk or exercising. So there's so many different things that kind of pop into our head when we think of self-care. Well, today, let's take a deep dive on that internal process, what that actually looks like. And what do I even mean when I say internal process of self-care? So with me today on this journey, I have a guest. I have Tamara Hansen with me today. So welcome, Tamara. Thank you, Jill. So Thanks excited. for having me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so excited to have you with us. Uh, first of all, really excited to be able to do this uh, Zoom with social distancing and still be able to record an interview. So yes. thank you for your patience. Uh, with all of this, first of all. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And did you want to just say a quick hello to everybody and give them a little bit of intro into who is Tamara? Yeah, for sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, Yes, I am Tamara, and um, I am a Reiki master, a certified meditation instructor. I have a BA in psychology, and I help people on their journey to healing with Uh, energy healing with self-love coaching. I believe that love is all at the core of that um, healing for everyone. And that's, that's it. (laughs) That's the gist of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just thank you. Thank you for doing that work and just being one of those souls out there supporting all of our journeys. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, and I just want to kind of put uh, just make a side note that, yeah, it, yeah, the journey, it does take some effort and it does take time, but you know what, we can all do it. We can all get, get there. So it's, and that's why we're discussing this today. <laughs> we can all get there and it's about supporting each other along our own unique paths. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's let's dive in and let's start talking <laughs> about self-care. So we had a prep conversation and we kind of went into how, you know, we all get this kind of picture in our heads when people say self-care. And so you had this beautiful kind of pivot <laughs> and you were like, wait a second, it's a big internal process as well. So do you want to walk <laughs> us through a little bit about your mindset when you say that? What do you mean about the internal process of self-care? Yeah, for sure. Um, so self-care, like we were talking about, you know, we what comes to mind is the massage, the bubble bath, the, you know, the kids are out of the house for two hours, so you got some time to read a book or, you know, the mani-pedi or whatever, the spa day. Um, that's what comes to mind. And those things are beautiful. We should keep doing those things. That's awesome. But then you come home from your mani-pedi. You come home from your spa day and suddenly it's the, the world is back in your face again and there's chaos. And, and now that spa day 
has all that relaxation has gone out the window. So what to me self-care is that internal process that is an aspect of self-love. And uh, when we are building that that self-love, the love for ourselves, um, then we're creating a stronger foundation so that when we do have those days where we treat ourselves and we come home and there's chaos, we can easily manage it and create more peace within ourselves because we're doing the internal work. We're creating that strong basis for for when the world comes at us and we're we're handling things in certain ways. Sometimes we have these knee-jerk reactions when um, we're faced with conflict or, um, you know, somebody wants something from us, our family members want something from us, and, and we feel depleted. But when we can do that internal work, when we can... Um, create that self-love, that muscle of self-love, then we can handle these things a lot easier. Then our spa days doesn't go out, it doesn't go out the window. <laughs> it we can come home and we can can stick handle these things more effectively and still stay present within ourselves, stay um, more grounded within ourselves, more focused. Yeah, of course, you know what? This isn't to say that every day is going to be perfect. It isn't. I have my moments (laughs) where I push to the limit, right? But more times than not, you will be able to stand in your own self, in your own power, in your own love. Um, and then be able to give that to other people, spread that around. It's yeah. such the, it's the next, next level I find of it too, right? Like I think exactly what you said, um, those external things are so beautiful and it, it kind of gives us like that little burst as well. So like yeah. when you take that bubble bath or you read that book or, you know, and yeah. you, you take that time just to carve out for yourself, that pampering is so beautiful. But then yeah. I love it how you acknowledged or addressed how it's an aspect of self-love as well. Yes. So by taking yeah. that internal time, you know, and we'll talk more about what is that <laughs> specifically. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm what's popping in my head as we talk about it, it's like by us looking at that internal process, those actions that we can do, it helps us show love to ourselves. And yeah. as we know, you know, when we can show that compassion and kindness to other people, how beneficial it is. And it's the same for ourselves. <laughs> so when we can practice those things, we yeah. kind of, you know, fill ourselves up on that mm-hmm. more attainable, refillable <laughs> kind of level, as opposed yeah. to, oh, I'm stressed. Hold on. I got, I got to go, I got to go take a bath or I got to go get my feet massaged, you know, like it's that the tip or trick or tools, hopefully we'll get into later on in the episode that we can kind of take pause in the midst of everything, you know, at our home in a pandemic, not being able to go out (laughs) and still get that kind of burst, that feeling. So I almost see it today that we're going to be talking more about that, like, you know, we mentioned how self-care can be that physical, but now we're going to talk more about like that emotional, that spiritual, 
that psychological a little bit more. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, self-care, it's like going deep into your heart and listening to yourself. And I think we've kind of lost that capability to listen to ourselves, listen to our bodies. What is our body telling us? What do we need? Instead, we just push it aside and, and, um, you know, we, we think that, oh, I gotta, I gotta do all, all this work. Like, especially if you're busy at work and, and you bring your work home and, oh, I gotta do all this and, and get this done. And suddenly you are in this high stress situation where basically it's like you're, you're running around. Um, you, you don't know how to settle yourself down and actually a friend of mine we talked about this like when we go away or when we could go away it takes at least three days to wind down from anything right and to really enjoy it and um you know if you're when you're in that high stress state then you can't allow your body to heal that parasympathetic nervous system to come in and do the work to heal and yeah you might go get a pedicure or you might get a massage and that will certainly help with the healing. But if your stress levels just go back up to the way they were, as soon as you're done, then all that healing, like, especially with massage, when, you know, they're releasing a lot of toxins and, and whatever knots and stress and whatever, when they're, when you're getting massage, but your body is also going to be in a healing space or needing to heal from all of that detoxifying you need to allow your body to uh, relax and get into that parasympathetic mode so it can do the healing that it needs so then that you're coming up to that, um, up to a better place, like a, like kind of like that energy gauge. <laughs> Suddenly your, your energy and your healing in your body, it starts coming back up to 100% again, like, you know, putting more fuel in the tank. Right? Beautiful. That's a, I was just about yeah. to go. I'm like having that <laughs> analogy of like a gas yeah. station. <laughs> right. yeah. You're fueling yourself so that you can do the work that you want to yes. do and have the energy that you want to have. Cause yeah, I feel, especially, you know, I, I address this in a lot of my episodes, but I see this like external fixation almost to, to fill our internal kind of spiritual side. And it's like, oh, you know, you know, I'm, yes. I'm a huge advocate of that internal process. And so let's, yeah. let's kind of go there. What is mm -hmm. the inter internal process of self-care? Let's kind of start at the basics. Let's define what do we mean by internal? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so are we talking about what processes to put in place then? Right. Um, well, I would say let's even step back and say like, we, it's easy for us to think, mm -hmm. um, self-care external. So as we said, like the yes. bubble baths, the retreats, the, you know, yada, yada, mm -hmm. yada. But what is, what are we talking about? Like you mentioned intuition, listening to yourself, What's okay. that? Yes. What is the kind of internal process? That? Yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, when we're going within, uh, and like I said, self care is an aspect of self love. And to get to that point of self love, we're going to have to get to know ourselves and go within and understand who we truly are. And, and that means meditation, <laughs> 
going within, stopping, taking the time to, you know, and it doesn't even have to be sitting if you can't sit, but taking the time uh, even to go out in nature, which is, which is great as well, connecting with nature. But the whole point is, is to go within, to really understand who you are, to understand, um, okay, what patterns are there? What emotions are there? What thoughts are there that I'm, I don't, I'm not even aware of on some days because we, we go about our days, we are in this um, repetitive uh, every day is kind of repetitive. We know what we have to do. We know where we have to go, etc. cetera. Um, so we don't take the time to really go within and listen to ourselves. So by that, you know, through meditation, through just quieting the mind as much as you can, by sensing into the body, by sensing certain, um, you know, pain or other sensations, what is the emotion that's coming up? What is the thought process that's coming up? Really understanding your own energy, your own energetic field. Um, because sometimes we can take on other people's energy or other people's energy kind of comes in and we're thinking it's coming from us when it could be coming from somebody else that, you know, somebody else that's having a bad day and we're picking up on their energy or picking up on their vibration. So really getting to know who you are, you're uh, discerning your own energy. Um, and when you come into that point where you're going within, listening to yourself, and you can journal this too, which is great, but you're listening to yourself, you're observing these things, you're not getting wrapped up in it, you're not attaching to the emotion, you're not attaching to the thought, you're just seeing it for what it is, like you're watching a movie, and and going, okay, does this belong to me? Is this me? Do I really like this feeling? Do I like this thought? Um, you know, how do I really want to feel? What is my energy about? What, what am I, what's really going on in my energetic field here? And, and beginning that process of understanding, yeah, just understanding of who you are. So it sounds um, like, like listening to you, for me, yeah. the words that are popping up are building self-awareness, basically, mm -hmm. understanding that internal self dialogue in a way yeah. is that... Yes serving me? How is that, you know, encouraging or supporting me? Or how is that hindering me in a way is yeah. what I see. But also, yeah. I think a beautiful thing that you just mentioned, and we all know this is not easy, is that observer piece. So taking the time almost so, you know, as you're talking, I'm, I'm kind of picturing myself as I take the time to do an internal check in in a way. What's my thoughts? How am I feeling? You know, and really going deep, but not fixating. So let's say, for example, okay, I feel tired. Okay, well, why am I feeling tired? Jill, check in. Why, why am I tired? Did I get enough sleep? And as opposed to being like, okay, I didn't get enough sleep. Oh, wow. I, you know, like I didn't go to bed early enough. And, uh, and just thinking of all those things that kind of, you know, mm -hmm go off of that detaching and going, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why and letting it go yep. a little bit more. So I really yes. see as you're defining this like internal process of self-care, 
I see it almost as a way of, you know, equipping and building that self-awareness, that self-reflection. And to do that, we kind of need some silence. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're, like I said, we're bombarded by the external so much that we've, we've lost that connection. I shouldn't say we, we've lost the connection, but we've kind of, um, not trusted ourselves and our connection with ourselves with, you know, if you believe in, in a higher power or divine or source energy, or even our connection to the earth with nature, we've kind of um, just kind of put that aside in, in a, in some sense, not that we've, it's, it goes away or we lose it, but we have to rediscover it. We have to uh, become more familiar with it again. And beautiful there. Like I see it as almost like we have it still, but Mm -hmm. we need to polish it up a little bit or we we need to get, (laughs) we need to get back in tune with it because I feel it's dulled a little bit. So it's like reigniting that intuition almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, when we talk about intuition, uh, I think maybe a lot of people might think that, oh, a psychic, you know, you're being, but intuition, it's innate in all of us. And we have to uh, tune into that and then trust it, trust what we are feeling, what we are sensing. Um, You know, it could be whatever it is, because everybody is different, however they sense their intuition. And we have to trust it. We have to uh, work on that so that we can utilize it more so that when we're making decisions in life or whatever's right for us or whatever the case may be, then um, we're tapping into that rather than going with, this is what I should do, but my intuition is telling me that I should do this instead. This feels right for me. Beautiful. And so I think let's, let's go there for a second is the intuition because you're so right. We can all have this different definitions that's popping into our head about intuition. And so, you know, I, I find it even, it's hard to know what's my intuition and what's my self-talk, like limiting myself, let's say, Um, you know, like when we're trying to make decisions and, and we feel sometimes in our gut, oh, I should do that. But then we justify why we shouldn't do that. Almost. So how do we know yeah. what's our intuition? And, you know, like the, I know this is not a, a one answer to all questions, yeah. but like, how do you know for you, what's the difference between intuition and kind of that self-justification or dialogue? Yeah. Almost? And, you know, for me, it's, um, it, I guess it depends because when something comes up for me, usually something that pops up for me and I think, okay, um, I think that's intuition, but I'm just going to kind of put it aside and we'll see if it comes up later. And it usually does. Uh, or if, yeah, like making a decision, just being quiet with in your body and feeling that out. Okay. What is that? Okay. Is that my ego? Is that, or is that something else? And and kind of suss it out and, and determine, okay, what, what is this exactly? You might have to ask some questions and get a feeling for, get more feeling or more um, 
whatever senses are coming up for you regarding that. And, you know, it takes practice. It takes getting to know yourself, uh, you know, more and more. And, you know, when I do Reiki on people and, um, and I'm sensing their energy and I'll get flashes of like certain visions or just really minor um, the flashes that might come in or just a, like a sensing of a feeling. And, and then when I'm doing stuff like that, I think to myself, okay, am I, is that just me? Am I being, am I judging something here? Is this my ego? And I'll feel into it. And if it's still strong and um, coming through strong, then then I'll say something. I'll mention it to the client. Um, and then we'll go from there. So it sounds uh, like almost like that reiteration, like it, it pops up again. So yes, it's not that yeah. so much that fleeing thought. It's something that maybe continues to resurface over and over. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it, it could be an, such an instant feeling or sense where it's just like a, you know, snap of the fingers, it, it, again, like a pop, but maybe more subtle. And you question it like, well, you know what, I don't know, maybe that wasn't it. And so then you might have to go into it a little bit and, and sense it out and, and, and figure out if that's, that feeling is accurate, you know, um, and, and kind of going from there to, to figure it. But eventually you get to the point where you begin to trust it more and more and more of to discern between what is ego, what is judgment, what is whatever, and what is my intuition. So, you know, and I think that, you know, as I'm listening, I'm writing, I'm writing stuff down because I don't want to lose it. Like there's so many tidbits that are coming up because all of this, like, as we talked about, it's such an individual process, right? Like you're walking through how it feels for your intuition. I know for me it, over the years, it's a sensate, like it's a feeling for me. It's a strong feeling that I get. And I almost attach to it. Like I'm to a point where I have a dialogue that it's like, Oh, that's speaking to my truth is what I say. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, Oh, I, I feel it in my core. Like it's a legitimate feeling that I get. Um, yeah. so, and I think it's going to be different for everybody. Right. So it's just being yeah. able to connect in with what is that internal process? What is that for me? And so as you were talking, <laughs> there's two huge words that you hit on that I see as catastrophic roadblocks on this journey. You know, you mentioned ego and you mentioned judgment. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I like to hold space and maybe talk about those because they are legitimate roadblocks. And I like to say, or I like to think I'm so good with the non-judgment. I honestly, I, I felt, whoa, you know, I finally clicked that switch over the last 10 years. And then <laughs> I went through a huge life event and I was like, whoa. <laughs> lots of judgment came up and I, I wasn't familiar with that feeling. And so I think those things like ego and judgment, as opposed to meeting them with shame, meeting them with acceptance or acknowledgement mm -hmm. of what they are 
as yeah. opposed to almost scolding ourselves. So I think if we can hold space mm-hmm. right now and talk about a little bit about mm-hmm. what is ego and what is judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think just to kind of bring it back to the self-awareness, what you were saying about being more self-aware. Well, that's all a part of it as well. And yeah, this whole thing is about self-awareness and, and self-mastery. And when we're talking about ego, well, that's usually, um, ego is all about the thing that's going to keep you alive, (laughs) survive, right? Our ancestors, deep, deep. (laughs) So, you know, because it's going to make sure that, you know, you're making the right decisions or you're being uh, aware of your surroundings, um, you know, making the right choices uh, based on the knowledge that you've received throughout your lifetime, Mm -hmm. which is great because, yeah, we do need that, right? (laughs) We do need that. Uh, So nothing wrong with the ego part of ourselves unless the ego starts taking control. (laughs) What does that look like? Yeah, so that looks like, you know, talking down to you when you talk down to yourself or even when you overinflate yourself (laughs) as well, like, oh, I'm so great, and or I I suck. One or you know, that's that is ego because your higher self would never speak negatively of you. It would be loving and peaceful. But when the ego comes in, it's always based on what do I need? Um, you know, how can I get ahead? Yeah, how do I do this so that I am on top? I survive. And I mean, that's pretty, don't get me wrong. There's a, a, like a more fine line, uh, for sure. Fine line. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, we could all get to that point or I'm better than you and that's judgment. Um, or I'm, I, you're better than me. That's also a judgment. Right. So it's and, interesting because as you're describing ego, it almost sounds like, you know, the ego kind of on the the bad side of the ego is when we start to use it for judgment, you know, judging ourselves, comparing ourselves maybe a little bit or judging, is this right or is this wrong kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the the key here is, like you said, self-awareness and then self-mastery over those those things, those emotions, those judgments, those thoughts, etc., um, you're being aware of, okay, I know I'm being judgmental here. I know I'm acting inappropriately or immature or, you know, I could probably calm down or, or whatever, but how can I handle this situation better? Um, so in a way it's almost like being able to, as that kind of, let's call it, is it okay to call it like a negative dialogue in your head like that I would say so yeah because it's more of a low vibe yeah Yeah. so being able the antidote almost (laughs) antidote is to be able to say it's not about never having those thoughts pop in because I don't think we have so much control over that no but what do we do when it happens so are we being that forgiving that compassionate self that we're trying to promote out in the outside world are we doing that for ourselves so more acknowledging okay, that's, that's not so much um, 
who I want to be. And so maybe where is this coming from? Or how can I do better here? Or what other thought can serve me um, to really move forward in the way that I kind of want to be aligned with? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, that's like all part of self mastery, because we are mastering that, being able to control that. And, you know, what I find that when I am having a bad day, or say I wake up, and I'm already having a bad day, or I'm in a mood, or whatever, angry, or sad, or mad, or something, and then you get into traffic, and you know, <laughs> calling people people in names <laughs> as you're driving, road rate, whatever. Um, so what I find is helpful in situations like that where I'm kind of on this low vibe end of things. And yeah, you know, you got to work through that. You can't go, oh, just be happy and, and get up to that happy state because you've, you've got too much of a gap to jump to get there. So a great way to kind of get out of that ego and, and judgment, not that you're getting out of it, but you're controlling it a bit more rather than it control you Beautiful. is to go, okay, why am I sad? Why am I mad? Okay, I'm mad because of these things or things don't go my way or, you know, and start having that dialogue with yourself of, you know, whatever it is that's bugging you. And then you begin to see, for me anyway, because I'm working through this, I'm talking to myself. Okay, well, do you think, really, is that true? Things don't always go your way. Well, no, that's not true. I do have this and this and these people in my life. Okay, but yeah, it's just a little bit, you know, frustrating sometimes. Okay, but, you know, and then you start working through that. You start looking at, okay, but is that really true? Do you, you know, are things really crappy? Is that true? And you begin to see the more positive things that are happening in your life and begin to rise up and allow that vibration, that frequency to, to come from that lower state to a more um, better feeling state. And so that's one of the processes that I do for myself, just as long as you are mastering that and you're controlling that dialogue, like, okay, I'm not going to let this get dark, darker than it is. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to move up and really look at things. But I think that's so much power, Tamara, too, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I see all of this, you say self mastery. And I think that's a beautiful concept that we're all, you know, striving and working towards and using yeah. the tools to help us get there. And I think it's so important um, to acknowledge what you've just said is like, look at how much you put into yourself. Like I'm talking about you personally right now. And, you know, you do Reiki, you do a lot of this work. I know that you meditate a lot. I know you do workshops on all that. And you still have those hard days. So I think yeah. it's important to realize that just because we do this work, it doesn't make everything else disappear. And it's not this magical fairy dust that makes your life better. It's in a way, how I look at it is it's a choice of what yes. I'm going to focus more on. Am I going yeah. to focus on, you know, forgive me for saying, but this shit in the world and the stuff I have no control <laughs> over, or am I yeah. going to focus on how I show up? What am I going to yes. do? Um, and how am I going to help myself feel better so that I can do better? 
you know? Yeah. So it's almost like yeah. acknowledging that I have that choice within me, you know, yep. even when I feel overwhelmed, even when I'm in traffic and I'm flipping everybody off, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. more of that animalistic mode. <laughs> it's a choice. Yes. What am I going to feed? Absolutely. And I go back to, there's a fable, a beautiful fable. I've mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast, but it's the concept of the two wolves inside of us, yeah. right? You know, mm -hmm. and which one are you going to feed? Are you yeah. going to feed yes. the negative, the judgment, or are you going to feed, you know, that positive compassion, more love? And that's a choice, right? Mm -hmm. It's not to say that negating the negative or pretending it doesn't exist, but it's a choice where we want to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that whole being the creator of your own life, right? Um, we we are a creator of our own life by our emotions and our thoughts and our choices and what we're choosing to do, what we're what we're focusing on, and and this this is how it's done. Yeah, like you said, like we just because we meditate and do all these things doesn't mean that we don't have our our days where we're frustrated or angry or mad or mad at the world or, or whatever. Um, but if you can get to that point, like have those days, it's great to vent these things out because, and that is self-care as well. Like having someone even venting it out to a friend who can lovingly hold space for you, knowing that you're just, you just need to say something and, or a family member, whoever, or even journaling. If you don't want to talk to anybody and you want to journal it out, just allow that energy to be expressed because you bottle it up, you hold it up inside. It's just going to fester. And then suddenly one day it's going to come out even worse. So vent that energy, allow that energy to come out. And once it comes out, once you got it out there, then begin to bring yourself back up to a better frequency to what you truly want, because now you've released that other energy and, and um, now you can focus on something a little bit better. Yeah, I think that's an important concept too, is the releasing of it. So like I'm, I try to be mm -hmm. super conscious of how I release it because it's not yeah. something I want to attach to. And I think yeah. when we hold that space for other people, it's important to remember that as well, the releasing. And once again, that beautiful piece you've already said about the observing. So don't attach just because we're expressing yeah. it. We don't want to fixate, <laughs> you know, right. so it's, it's yeah. wonderful when we can support each other. But when every conversation with that person becomes about that negative, that yeah. might be, you know, a light bulb moment where it, are we serving each other right now? Or are we kind of damaging each other to be stuck yeah. or fixated in that kind of that dialogue almost. Cause when we attach, yeah. right, it's the same. I picture the same happening in our heads when we're not able to like <clears throat> let it legitimately go and cut the tides. Yeah. I love it. How you're, you're talking about that frequency. Cause it does it. It brings us down. Right. Yeah. And you feel it after those conversations, you know, it's yes. that nice release but then when we fixate and that becomes all of the conversation, you almost feel like, ugh, like you walk away yeah. and you're just like, I don't want to talk to them again or, you know? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, we certainly have people in our lives that kind of hang on to things and, and that's topic, whatever it is, whatever situation keeps coming up, keeps coming up. And, um, and again, that is self-care too, knowing when to distance yourself from that to take care of your own vibration, take care of your own frequency. Um, because we can, as empaths, we can take on that energy and then because we're trying to fix people or be nurturers and suddenly we're depleted. And so we have to draw that line in the sand of, okay, now this is infringing upon my own um, high vibing energy and I need to step away from this in a loving way. Yeah. And I think it's so important because we talk about the point of the episode that we're focusing on is that internal point of self-care or or look at self-care. But we also see how that kind of replicates in our conversations, in our relationships with other people. So I know throughout my own journey, I've noticed the better I get with doing this internally with myself, Mm -hmm. the way better I get with doing this externally in my relationships as well. And being able to say, you know, I can't go there or I feel we're fixating or have we thought about a different side? And I found by me practicing my side of that, my internal, as we mentioned, it's helped Mm -hmm. me so much to have more value in my external relationships, like a healthier kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, because, well, you know, you may have heard that that saying or that um, uh, that thought process of we're mirrors of each other. So, you know, what what is being reflected back to you or what, um, you know, what are you reflecting to other people? Our, our external world is a reflection of our internal world. So what is going on outside of yourself that you do not like and that is not working for you or is not of service to you or, um, whatever, then, then take a look at yourself. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're, oh, I'm a bad person or I'm an angry person because that person was angry or, or whatever. But what is it that is being reflected back to you in your external world that, that you would like to um, improve and, and change? It, it isn't to say that we don't accept ourselves for who we are. Of course, accept yourself, but we are always growing and evolving and expanding. And there is nothing wrong with leveling up our vibration even more so that we can have a more happier, more beautiful life, beautiful relationships. Yeah, there's so much like, ah, uh, yeah, it's more of these conversations, right? Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. there's so much power in that, in, you know, taking this inter, taking this internal process, you know, and, and checking in and acknowledging. And just like, I want to say accepting, in a way, so not judging, not fixating, but accepting, you know, that it's a moment in time or a thought maybe you had in your head. And I think by us having this conversation, hopefully it's supporting to anybody out there of 
if you're on this journey yourself and you have that ego popping in sometimes to say hello in a negative way or a judgment <laughs> yeah. comes out, it's, it's okay. So it's yeah. about holding space and, and loving yourself and you yeah. get to choose in that moment. What, yes. where am I taking this thought? Am I going to fixate on it? Am I going to go deep, dark and negative or am mm -hmm. I going to try to get to the root of it so that I can continue moving forward in what I want to see more of in the, in the, the way I want to support the world going kind of thing. Yes. You know, and yeah. to me that speaks to, we're all human <laughs> and no matter how much work we're doing, there's going to be bumps along in the road and that's okay. Yeah. Love yeah. yourself through that messy process and support that with each other and then be gentle you know, with yeah. yourself and with yes. the other people doing this stuff too, you know, it's, yeah. it's not easy work. So I guess for me, it's that acknowledgement that if those do pop up, it's okay. It's what we do with it. Yeah. We always have, you know, and I joke about because the, the podcast is power yourself because at the essence, I feel it, it is, it's our choice mm -hmm. to how am yeah. I powering myself here? What am I powering myself with? Yeah. You know, what, what substance am I, you know, is it that positive or is it that judgment or negative? And that is, that's the choice, right? That's the yeah. golden choice that we get to choose every minute sometimes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> or every day, but yeah. Yes. Powerful yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, like you said, it's okay. You know, you we we have our judgmental moments. We have those moments that we're not so proud of. But you know, don't beat yourself up about it because you are on a journey, and this journey never ends. It's about growth and and experience and expansion. And yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. Just decide from that point. Okay, what can I do better here? What how can I improve upon this and and make this better because we, we tend to focus on these past things and yes we should grow from the past for sure but we focus on it fixate and then we create, almost fixate yeah. and then we create more of it <laughs> in our future mm -hmm. so and that's not what we want we want to grow from those experiences and that is part of self-love too <laughs> and self-care because we are caring for ourselves we're caring for our vibration our frequency or you know our emotions and thoughts we care about you know you care about what you put in your body as far as food or you know if you um exercise or, or whatever um but th that includes thoughts and emotions too we got to pay attention to what we're doing with those thoughts and emotions and if it's serving us and so I, I, yeah, that's the part that it's just so meaningful because we do all the external stuff, the physical stuff. It's so easy for us to picture that, oh, I see what yeah. I am eating. You know, I see if I am working out, yeah. but I'm not, you know, let's be honest, how many people are honest, honestly conscious of what thoughts are they allowing in their head yeah. or what emotions are they seeking, you know? And so this yeah. is why when you, when you phrase the internal process of self-care, I was like, Oh my God, yes. Let's have that <laughs> conversation because it's about like, you know, having that self-awareness to go, Oh yeah, I, 
I acknowledge I am fixating on this thought. Yeah. How is this serving me in the way I want to live right now? Yeah. You know, and I think yeah, it's absolutely. that beautiful, that tool, that power that we can all have. Mm-hmm. Now, there's something else that you keep saying that I think, you know what, Let, let's jump in. Let's go there for a second. Okay. <laughs> and okay. keep mentioning frequencies, mm-hmm. lower frequency, higher frequency. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about that. What does that well, mean to you? Yeah. So we're all energetic beings. Like everything is energy, right? And um, so everything has a frequency. Different levels of emotions um, and thoughts are all different levels of frequency. And you may have seen that, uh, um, what do they call that? The, the water, the crystals with that Dr. Emoto, when he micro he put water crystals underneath a microscope and prior to yeah, that, yeah. he would say, you know, to one thing of water, you know, hate, hate, hate. Wasn't and the it other like one, a plant love. too? They did it with like, oh, and yeah. a plant. Yeah. yeah. Et cetera. Like there's been other, um, you know, uh, research or studies on it. And, uh, so when we're in that low vibe, having those, lower vibrational or sorry let me let me back up when we are speaking negatively or um a lower uh words with negative connotations behind it yeah um and we can feel it in our bodies because now we're feeling those lower frequency lower vibrational energy so when you you say lower frequency lower vibration you're meaning like almost in a way lower energy too, right? Like that transitions or translates to that sluggish, kind of tired a lot more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know that, yeah, when you feel that, so even anger, um, shame or blame, like those are kind of, those have negative connotations to them and they feel lower in your body. That frequency is lower. You can feel it. Um, it just feels toxic, toxic energy, especially so, when you get aware on it and start yes. to kind of build that self-awareness that we're talking about. You can yeah. feel how shitty it actually yes. feels. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, of course, these kind of lower frequencies, they can create problems or issues in your body because now you're more in a um stressed mode on some level uh but then when you start feeling better when you feel happy or appreciation or gratefulness or even contentedness um and then of course love and joy then you're beginning to raise that frequency and you can feel it because you know what happiness feels like you know what um being content feels like uh, you know what gratefulness feels like. It feels lighter. It feels happier. It feels good. And that is um, where we want to be. <laughs> That's a higher frequency. That, And you can feel the difference there. You can feel one is heavy. The other one is lighter. And It's so powerful yeah. to give that description, I find, too, because we were just talking about how it's a choice of what thought we we pick to dominate yeah. and continue and kind of yeah. you know water and, <laughs> and encourage growth 
And in a way, when you choose that thought, you're choosing a vibration level as well. Like as you're talking to me, that's kind of what I'm connecting in my head. So yeah, you can choose that negative dialogue and that's that lower vibration. Or you can choose that like supporting thought or healing thought or loving thought or my favorite practice and everybody knows who's listened to the show, the gratitude practice. And you do, you're picking that or choosing that higher frequency to operate on, you know, which is once again, it's a choice, what we're attaching to, what we're trying to support growth in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, that that's, again, all about, about self-care, um, choosing those vibrations. Like I said, we are all energy and we may not be aware of other people's energy, like consciously, but on another level, we, we're picking up on something. And if we become aware of that, even if you go into room, let's say, and you're having a good day and you go into room and it just feels like, suddenly you're in a bad mood or, (laughs) you know, there's something wrong. You're picking up on that energy, that lower vibe energy. Or if say you're having a bad day and you go into a room, a space, and everybody's having a great time and suddenly your mood is starting to elevate because you are picking up on that energy as well. So, So we really have to discern our energy, other people's energy. What's, you know, what is going on in our bodies if there's anything that is lowering it, lowering that vibe, then we need to move away from that <laughs> and take care of ourselves. What a perfect segue or not even a segue. Uh, yeah. Let's go back and connect because what yes. you're saying is technically it's trusting that intuition side again, right? Yeah. And so yes. we mightn't have that awareness yet, or you mightn't have that ability or so you think and so yeah. I think the the encouragement for me right now would be, or the curiosity would be, check yourself. Next time you do go in a room, mm-hmm. spend a second. How are you feeling? And can you feel if it's higher or lower? You know, yeah. and start to ask yourself a little bit more of those questions, because I think that can support and whole space, not only for that silenceness, <laughs> just to kind of hear yourself, but also that encouraging of that, that intuition, that kind of healthy self-dialogue yeah. that's there if we listen, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, and it is building that, that practice, <laughs> trusting yourself, getting to know yourself. Yeah. Reconnecting and- with it reconnecting with it that self-awareness and self-mastery yeah that's all part of it and and that's why you know this inter- this internal self-care that's all part of it and I loved what you said when we were chatting before you called it soul care and that's absolutely what it is because we can take care of our physical bodies um but what about what's going on inside you know, what, what is happening inside? And there's this, I just want to bring up this quote because I thought about it yesterday. Um, you may have seen it. It says, uh, you're something along the lines of your body's not tired. Your soul is tired. And I, that's, that's in, to me, that's inaccurate <laughs> because your soul is pure positive energy. It cannot get tired. The only thing, the problem here is that we are not aligning 
ourselves with our souls. That is what is so tiring because we are trying to be something that society wants us to be, somebody else wants us to be. We're trying to keep up uh, our, the expectations that others have of us or that we have put on ourselves. And we are not listening to ourselves. We are not aligning with ourselves and, and having that internal, beautiful internal dialogue with ourselves, with what it is that we need. And we have to come back to that because so many people are, are sad and, and depressed and, you know, going through really tough times. And we have to reconnect with our souls. We have to reconnect with um, who we truly are. Um, so, yeah, I loved uh, that is soul care. You are absolutely right. I love it how you said it's aligning, you know? Yeah. And that's, yeah, I get like goosebumps because I find (laughs) something like that is, you know, it's not my soul is tired. It's, wait a second, maybe I'm not aligned with who I actually am or who I, who I know in my core I really am. And I, yeah, it's just, thank you so much for having this conversation. (laughs) I just find it, it, it's it's such a huge problem. And I don't think maybe we're talking about it enough. So just having this conversation and kind of acknowledging that, yeah, like it's really easy to get off track and it's really easy Mm -hmm. to get focused on the exterior or people pleasing or, Mm -hmm. you know, doing errands or doing tasks. And I think the more, that we can truly power ourselves or to say in your perfect terminology, align ourselves, you know, back with our soul or back with our core. That to me is when we give on such a bigger (laughs) level that not only supports our own happiness, I think it helps bring up the vibration and frequency to go with your language of the collective like of the yes. bigger society. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, when we are taking care of ourselves, taking care of our own um, alignment with who we truly are and connecting with our souls, um, understanding that, having mastery over that, that self-awareness, that love for us, that true love for ourselves and building that up inside of us, and when others see it, it gives them permission to do it as well. Or they want to know, like, what are you doing? Like, you look, you know, you're glowing, right? So um, when we can do that, yeah, it, that goes out to the collective, to everyone and everything around us. And then we all begin to level up and become like this higher frequency. We help better each other. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So we talked about (laughs) internal. So self-care is not just external, it's also internal. (laughs) And really looking at, you know, kind of checking in with ourselves, holding space for that silence, listening. What are we feeling? What are we saying? What emotions are we feeling? And and kind of just listening to that dialogue that's happening within us and noticing you know, is this serving me or, you know, I go back to, or is this hindering me kind of thing? And so am I allowing maybe the ego to take me on a tail here or am I allowing myself to get stuck in judgment and kind of that lower frequency vibe? 
Or am I practicing this self-awareness and choosing mm-hmm. that higher frequency, choosing yeah. that higher thought, that higher vibration to support more of what I want to see? Yeah. And so let's talk about how can we support each other? How can we support ourselves mm-hmm. to make that choice to support that higher frequency? What are some specifics that you acknowledge or you know how to do that helps you do this, uh, this kind of work that allows you to attach more to that higher frequency vibe? Yeah. And, uh, you know, this isn't a, um, a quick fix by any stretch. (laughs) It takes time, right? It, you know, like we said, it's a journey, right? It's constant, but um, it takes time. It takes practice because now you are uh, creating a new um, habit for yourself. You've created these habits of, uh, you know, whatever, lack, you know, anger, madness, whatever it is. You've created that habit. Now you are switching gears and you've got to create a different habit. Um, so, so first yeah. of all, I, I want to pause for a second yep, there, go ahead. Be, just because that's such a strong word, habit. And I yeah. think sometimes that can actually be one of the biggest roadblocks. And yes. I don't think we acknowledge it enough. It's that yeah. habit. We form that negative kind of self-talk path in our brain. And it's yeah. easier for us to go along with that as mm-hmm. opposed to challenging ourselves and challenging yes. that habitual way that we used to do, which is, let's yeah. be honest, we know deep down might not be serving us, but it's hard <laughs> to <Yes>. detach. <laughs> as, as you know, yeah. guys, think of any habit. So right now I want you to close your eyes. I want you to picture what's mm-hmm. a habit you have in your life. And if you just tried to change that right now, just in this moment, acknowledge that resistance that you might feel that kind of uphill struggle that that might feel. And so know, as we talk about these tools and tricks or tips, as opposed to tricks, I'm not great. (laughs) But Tamara, I think that it's perfect to acknowledge here that it is, it is going to be a struggle for you. If this is not your dominant way already, it's going to be hard work. Mm -hmm. And the more we do it, the easier it becomes. It will never ever be like, you know, magical fairy dust, like I said, that you'll never have (laughs) have any struggle in the rest of your life. Yeah, Um, Yeah. We're not teaching that, but I think it's important to acknowledge that it will feel hard. You will feel like, I don't know if this is worth it. This is so much Mm -hmm. conscious effort and hard work. And I think if you're met with that, once again, opportunity to love yourself and show compassion Mm -hmm. with yourself because you are trying to condition a more positive, nurturing habit for yourself. And that's not overnight work. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, it it does take some effort, but it's the good effort because um, as you go through it, you realize, wow, this is actually great. I feel great. I feel better. I can handle things better. I can make decisions a lot easier. Um, Listen to myself, decisions that are are right for me a lot easier. And you're standing in your own power. You're standing in your own 
um, sense of self-worth, self-love, all of that good stuff. So yeah, it, it takes practice, and but what comes from it, the reward is so great. It is so great. So so yeah, and and for me, like meditation is huge on this journey. It is huge. And um, you know, like even this morning, I was tired, whatever, I wanted to lie in bed, which I did, but um got up and and meditated. And even if it's just five minutes, you did five minutes, which is great. You know, you did something. You can go for a walk even and and meditate. And you know, it doesn't have to be just one thing, one way of doing it. You can find your way. You can meditate on a candle if you want. But the, the thing is, is that you are getting into that, that zone of where you can listen to who you are, listen to yourself, the deepest part of yourself, and begin to understand yourself more. Uh, because when we're growing up between birth and age, like around six, six or seven, we are sponges and we are getting information from everyone else and we can't filter it out because we don't have that capability at that age. And then we take on these belief systems from other people and we think they're our own. And then down the road, suddenly we're 25 and we're wondering why we believe this or why we do it this way or have always done it this way. Or, um, and we're picking up on somebody else's own beliefs, their own habits, their own patterns. So by doing this, by going within and understanding who you truly are, then you be, you can um, begin this process of um, just knowing or that self-love process, that self-care process, really getting to know yourself. It's um, almost in a way so, like I see it as, you know, I always look at my own journey and I mention a lot of the time how it was a lot of relearning. It was a lot of unlearning of exactly what you're saying. Yes. Other people's um, yeah. habits <laughs> that were kind of, I just took on because I, I attached them and thought they were my yeah. own. Um, so it yeah. was a lot of this kind of unlearning for myself and finding out what was true for me. And to do that, like I felt it was, it it's hard because you're, you're once again, you're trying to connect with your inner truth versus what you feel society is trying to push you towards. So not yeah. always, not always the easiest journey for sure, but what a beautiful opportunity to step back and ask yourself questions. Why am I doing this? You know, yeah. does this really feel right for me or do I feel like I should be doing mm -hmm. this? And I think being able to take those step backs and ask ourselves those questions, I think it becomes really supportive of strengthening that intuition dialogue or in a way, like I found it was like a, a re I recalibrated my own compass. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, to say, is yeah. this my intuition or is this an external push of what I yes. feel I should uh, be doing? Yeah. Kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where that self-awareness comes in. Yeah. And, and meditation is, like I said, you know, it sounds like, you know, pushing meditation, but meditation is a great way to go about this, to go within and um, becoming more self-aware because you're, you're quieting things down. You're settling down into your body and um, you can't do that when you have 
the TV on or people wanting things from you or, or whatever. Um, but taking that time for yourself to really listen and, and see what's happening inside. And I think it's important to recognize and, and guys, I promise I'm going to take a podcast to go deep on, you know, like what it looks like (laughs) to specifically do these things sometimes. Um, (laughs) But that meditation is such a big word, you know, and it's something sometimes we can get the visual of it needs to be on a pillow in the middle of a room Mm -hmm. in the middle of candles, you know? And so, like I said, I promise (laughs) I'm going to you know, debunker that one in future <laughs> episodes of, yeah. but just to acknowledge for a couple of seconds here that there are many different ways to, you know, quote unquote meditate, you know, it could be like that mindfulness, which I've talked a lot about on past episodes as well, like being mindful in the moment, just being present, but meditating on a word, meditating on a phrase, like you had this fantastic retreat that you offer like you've done I know physically in person I've done it with you and then I've tried it virtually with you and both (laughs) walking away with amazing tips and tricks and tools and so I think one thing I just want to acknowledge is that there are so many different ways that Mm -hmm. we can meditate and so even like if if you just if you're okay with like that the um one to me I thought it was like Mm -hmm. I've noticed I've actually been doing it at the end of my yoga (laughs) because I'm somebody guys I'm somebody who did a lot of more of that guided meditation and you know more recently I've been really jumping Mm -hmm. into you know guiding myself through that process but just having some tips or tricks to meditate, mm-hmm. I think can be really beneficial. Yeah. So if you want to walk us through maybe one or two of your favorites, <laughs> and if um can be in there, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, that it's not about just sitting in lotus position and, and whatever. Um, it, there are a lot of different ways. I mean, and guided is nice for those just starting out because Somebody is guiding you through it, taking you on that journey, and you don't have to sit there attempting to getting get into that state of you know of bliss or meditation. But so guided is great to start out with. Music, you know, you can find some wonderful um, on YouTube. Uh, there's music that's calming music that will just calm you right down. Anything that's going to put you in that state where you just feel good and that you can quiet the mind a little bit, but um, also mantras, which is uh, OM and SOHAM and any, I mean, you can use one word, peace or love. Just make sure that when you're using something, you're not um, using something that's going to make you think about it, think about the meaning or if that's true or, you know, like affirmations you can't do an affirmation if you don't believe in it. Um, so affirmations like I love myself, well, that might put you into that state of questioning things. Do I really love myself? And that's not where you want to be. So you want to be in that focus of, of um, uh, you know, like with, like we were saying with OM. OM is, there's no questioning it. You don't have to 
determine, okay, what is the meaning here? Do I believe in Om? <laughs> Nothing like that, because it is the sound of the universe. And when you do Om, it has this frequency. And I know Jill, when at our at the um, meditation, introduction to meditation last weekend, you had said that you could feel the frequency, the vibration of that Om when you were doing it. And um and it does. It almost has that singing bowl quality to it where, where it's just, it's almost indescribable what you, <laughs> what you sense and what you feel, but almost a peace and a calming uh, with it. And when you're just doing that, there is no room for um, overthinking things or, you know, bringing up memories from the past or your grocery list or anything. But that's like that. the thing, right? So I think that's yeah. one of the biggest things about meditation that I think is like, you know, this big misconception, as I said about like the sitting on the pillow or whatever, but really yeah. technically meditation is more about quieting the mind, you know, yeah. <laughs> being able to, as you already addressed earlier, attach or sorry, not attach <laughs> To that yes. fixation, to that kind of thought that's going to squirrel us, you know, on our past history or past mistake. And so that's yeah. why I gravitated to um. I just found yeah. it so, like I'm big on mantras. If I were to show you my bathroom mirror, it's littered in post-its <laughs> and same with my office space. A quick little sayings to snap me in and help me. <clears throat> but I find that um, it was just so demanding. It was so yeah. present to my core. It brought me <clears throat> in the moment and didn't allow me to go off in a different thought or fixate on something else. So it was almost yeah. like, okay. like I said, and, and the guided meditations have served me like I've been doing them for 10 years and it's only <clears throat> now. And so everybody will be very different and that's okay, guys. It's only yeah. now that I'm choosing to do this kind of self-guided process. But yeah, the, the um, it just, it almost like it, it demanded my attention in the most beautiful, positive kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work or not. It, I would, I don't he's know. great. He, um, you know, start with his book, um, Breaking the habit of being yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he like he's got workshops and things like that. But just he's such a great speaker. He you can find him on YouTube. Listen to one of his talks. And just how he 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 speaks. And just he gets his point across so well. And he's done so much research. He's done research with the HeartMath Institute. And, <gasps> Oh, yeah. totally into that jam the last couple <laughs> so, of years. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah, he is amazing. So what he says with meditation is that when you're in meditation, you want to get up a different person than the person who sat down. That to him is meditation is you're going within and you're changing something in yourself. And it isn't a matter of like, I'm sitting in meditation, I'm changing up my pattern. It's you are getting in touch with the, the divine self that you are, that deep part of yourself, and you're going to get up a different person. And um, 
but it's if a you're bit, medit- I, got, I gotta say that's that's a little intimidating <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, whoa <laughs> but it's a process yeah, right true. and and so if you're sitting down in meditation and you're going over all the things that your patterns what you've done in the past and if you're thinking about that from the past then you're not creating your new future Ooh, okay beautiful yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what, that's what he, Dr. Joe Dispenza says is that you want to create from your present perspective, right? And, and so when you're sitting in meditation, you're being present and you, the past, it should not have any bearing anymore with what is happening now. I mean, yes, it gave us the experience, but it, um, what is happening right now and how, what do you want to create in the future. So when you're in that state of meditation, you're being present with yourself because this is who you are right now. Okay. So less and, intimidating. Uh, but when you initially <laughs> said, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like I tried to go in and finally got to the place where it's like, don't judge Jill. Uh, Wait. Just be happy to be here. Cause sometimes you can get so in your head, yeah. uh, but no, yes. I love that. So to, to kind of rephrase that a little bit, yes. because if you're anything like me, you're like, oh my God, I'll never be able to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more, I, I am becoming that newer version yeah. by being present. And the only way I can get that next thought or evil evoluted is that a word (laughs) evolved thought uh, is if I'm present and I honor myself in this moment which will take me to the new next moment Mm -hmm. as opposed to being attached to who I was coming here if that makes any more sense yes yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, it isn't a matter of, you know, oh, I'm in meditation. Now I got up and I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm so different. Yes. You know, obviously it's a process, but you were tuning in and aligning to yourself when you're in that state of meditation, that present moment. So aligning to yourself and aligning to the present moment. Maybe. Yes. Mm, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And realizing it's, you know, and I know there's not a lot of people that people believe in the, uh, you know, divine, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. but you're aligning with that divine person that you are, that divine self, that divine energetic being, that's all a part of you. That's what you're aligning with. connection with source, with God, whatever you want to phrase it. Um, That's not the point. It's just the purpose of something higher, right? That's right. The quantum field, whatever Beautiful. it is. That, yes, let's yeah. bring science in here. <laughs> <laughs> whatever resonates for you, that's that's what you're aligning with because we're all energetic beings. We all can create. We all have that com- capability within us. Nice. And so we just have to tap into it. And uh, that's, yes. Again, part of self-care, self-love, all of that stuff, that's all wrapped up and into that, right? Knowing who you are and and being this greatest version of yourself. (laughs) And it's the choice that we get to make. And some days it's not easy to make. Okay. So meditation is going to be one of those tools that you would highly, um, highly, highly encourage. Now, remembering guys, meditation is not just on a pillow uh, amongst 
you know, a deep retreat in the Tibetan mountains. It can also <laughs> be, you know, on your couch or in the middle of brushing your teeth. So basically what we mean right now by meditation is trying to quiet the mind. It's trying to be that observer and just acknowledge the thoughts and don't fixate, don't attach to them and go into story mode. It's just really being present and being mm -hmm. kind of mindful of what's happening in our heads. Okay. That's all we're yeah. meaning about meditation right now. Yeah. So that's one thing. What about the days, Tamara, when you're like, oh, I don't know how to get out of this. It's harder. Um, or maybe you're, you feel like more in that emotional kind of stuck phase. What is mm -hmm. something that you would recommend to somebody who's maybe there? Yeah, I, I find when I have days like that and I just, <laughs> there's just no way meditation is happening. Um, you know, you can exercise, mm -hmm. you go for a walk, go out in nature. That's awesome. Listen to music that feels good to you because it's going to get you into that space where you can go within. Um, because, you know, some days you wake up or, or whatever and kind of more in that ego level than you are in that more higher self spiritual level. Um, so you, you got to gently bring yourself there. So and you've got to figure out what it is, what tool it is you're going to bring in. So like I said, walking walks in nature. Um, is it coffee with a friend? Is it music? Is it um, journaling? Is it watching a funny movie? What, what are those things that are going to start bringing you back in the present so moment? Because that's where you want to get to. Okay. So that's the goal, basically, of getting back to the mm -hmm. present moment. So it yeah. can be, we're talking about the internal process of self-care, but we can almost, you know, encourage that by doing some of the external self-care tips too. And, yes. you know, practices. Absolutely. So beautiful yeah. thing to note. It doesn't always have to be just you by yourself. It yeah. can be you using some of those external self-care things like going yeah. for a walk because that can be both internal and external, right? Absolutely. Like if yeah. you're doing that mindful walk, mindful walking, or even, yeah. you know, I find sitting out, I, I don't know what it is about trees, but just something with trees for me yeah. that uh, demand once again, my presence, my attention, mm -hmm. and that allows me to touch from my head. But, you know, you yeah. also said like a movie or journaling, writing. So lots of yeah. tools that you can physically yes. do to help. Funny yeah. enough, I have never been really one with music too much, uh, the vibration sounds. But mm -hmm. like, I think the more, um, the more that I am or the place I'm at right now, that's appealing a little bit more. So I noticed, I think it was yesterday, actually, I just felt low. I felt sluggish. And I didn't, like I tried sitting down meditating, but I found my mind was squirreling too much. Yeah. And so, and it's funny because I noticed my cat, he was very uncomfortable. You could see as well. So I was like, you know, because we did the retreat with you last week. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, you know what? You know, I'm going to screw that. I'm going to try, I'm going to try the vibration music. Cause I can remember using it a lot when I lived in BC more and I kind of haven't used it too much since, mm -hmm. but I put on the higher frequency. It was a healing frequency and I had it yeah. on for 30 minutes. And by the end of it, 
I found I could actually go and meditate because I was almost smiling a little bit more to myself. I know this sounds hokey pokey, guys. It's okay. Trust with it and just do it for yourself once I would encourage because it was it was pretty interesting to me. But I think more so is when I looked over with my cat who has like, he has a growth on his um, neck. So he gets really uncomfortable. He was like in the most comfortable position, like paws up. Like, it was pretty adorable. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if this helped him too. <laughs> kind yeah. Of thing. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so a tool, you know, like I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get there on my own in that moment. And instead of judging myself for that, I tried to use an external tool to help me get to the place where I could actually meditate and clean my head a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, the, the frequency um, music has, there's different, there's music out there that has frequencies, uh, varying levels. Frequencies will help certain areas, pain, healing, uh, with sleep, et cetera. So you kind of have to go in and take a look to see what's going to work for you, what resonates with you, because something one day that might resonate won't resonate the next day. So just, yeah, be gentle with yourself. Really listen to yourself. Really listen to what's happening inside yourself. And um, and that's okay. And try it. <laughs> and try it. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing I, I'm getting, like the... The thing that keeps popping up today is, you know, there's a bunch of different ways out there and don't limit yourself. Try different things. If you feel like you can't meditate today, that's okay. Try something else. I think the real gift, and we'll go back to that to close us out, is Mm -hmm. it's the gift. It's the love to yourself. It's taking the time to give love to yourself. And whatever that looks like, I don't think is the biggest thing like it it doesn't matter what it looks like yeah but just giving it to yourself you know I think that that becomes the bigger goal is how have hmm, here here's a way to check in at the end of today's podcast uh the question I want you to ask yourself is how have you shown love to yourself today yeah yeah that's uh that's a good one That's a nice one to, at the end of the day, maybe start or at the beginning of a day, what is showing myself love today? What is that going to look like today? Yeah. You know, because I think the more we can do that once again on that, Mm -hmm. you know, internal kind of process, I think the more we're able to give it on that external. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, reviewing that at the end of the day, like, you know, asking the question at the beginning and then at the end of the day, reviewing it. And, you know, this takes me back to quite several, several years ago when I was in my twenties and my friend or, and roommate, she had bought me this, they were called bedtime beads. And this woman that she knew was making this, it was like a craft, right? She found me a craft thing or something. Um, anyway, they were for kids to calm themselves down and each bead had something different. So at the end of the night, you were supposed to go through them and the words, how, how was I kind today? How was I loving today? How was I, uh, how did I feel special today? Or did, 
did I make someone feel special today? And like there are five beads on there, you know, gratefulness, all those things so that at the end of the day, and this is great for adults as well is how, how was I being kind today? Was I kind to myself today? Was I loving to others and to myself today? And, and really reflecting on that and coming up with, oh yeah, I did this or, you know, I did this for myself or I did this for someone else. And, and, and then you're, going to bed so fully aware and so full of love. <laughs> higher frequency, uh, let's go. Higher frequency. <laughs> Choosing. Yeah. Like that's that, Choosing. you know, it all comes back to the yeah. choice, you know, like you mentioned the beads, which I think is oh, such just a, a simple, beautiful mm-hmm. practice that's easily implemented. And it's the same yeah. as the gratitude. It's, Getting really clear and honest with yourself. Where am I focusing my attention? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I focusing on higher frequency or am Mm -hmm. I focused more on that negative, lower frequency? And getting clear, you know, it's the choice. Absolutely. It's the choice we make every day. Uh, So, ah, thank you. (laughs) It's just, yeah, I always feel uplifted and kind of, I always, (laughs) I mentioned a lot of times to work as I joke around is I have that visual, maybe it's because I'm a kid of the eighties, but I have the visual of a care bear, you know, beaming out (laughs) the love to everybody. So that's what I'm doing right now to everybody who's listening and who's not Uh, just sending out lots of love and care and compassion and love with yourself, you know, and hoping that each of you can take the time um, to just, invest inward and and show a little bit of love to yourself so with Mm -hmm. that I just want to say a huge huge amount of gratitude to hold space for this conversation and encourage the dialogue of this internal self-care and you are just such a beautiful soul (laughs) Tamara (laughs) like just so grateful that you're willing um, to come here and have this talk Mm -hmm. But not only that, to just acknowledge the person who you are and how you're doing this work out there and helping, I like to believe, bring our frequency higher. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for for doing this. Yes, same thing. Lovely soul that you are for sharing this with people and, and helping heal the world, which is awesome. That's what we need. <laughs> and we can do it guys. <laughs> we can. <laughs> we can. Uh, so anything, awesome. is there anything you want to wrap up? Is there anything, any words of wisdom that Tamara Hansen wants to close out today's <laughs> session with to anybody? Yeah. You know, everyone, you know, just be gentle with yourself. Be loving with yourself. It, don't um, don't give up. Don't give up going through this process of internal work. It's so worth it. It is so worth it. And whatever has happened in the past, you know, just begin to take those things and resolve them as much as you can and love yourself for it. Because the only thing you can do in this moment right now is change 
how you view what is whatever has happened in the past. You can change up that by just how you feel about it. It was a learning experience. Now you can move forward, be present with yourself, get on this journey to self-love, self-care, just taking care of yourself. And it's so worth it. So, so worth it. (laughs) So guys, with that being said, um, yeah, just take the time and invest, invest in you. And by investing in you, you invest in us. And I mean us as the collective. So thank you for everything Tamara, really appreciate once again you being here and taking the time out of your day to join us here on Power Yourself. And to everybody listening, much love and much happiness to each of you. Uh, So with that being said, never, ever forget to take the time to power yourself. Mm